Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Oh, the hot tub feels so good right now. Oh, bubbles in the ass. Oh, yes, sir. Keep crawling up. Ah. It's, it feels good outside today. We're gonna we're gonna keep going here today. Uh, I say keep going. I, I guess maybe it's a secret that we record multiple episodes a day, but uh, too too bad. Um, we're we're staying local this time. So we've we've been to 903. We've been to uh, Carrollton, Texas, Symbol Brewing. Uh, we went to Oklahoma today uh, as well for Prairie Ales. And so we're going to come back and bring it a little bit more local uh, to a brewery that's really less than 10 miles from where we're recording the episode today. Um, 11 Below Brewing. Okay. So 11 Below Brewing, absolutely amazing beer, okay, uh, that they've had. But I will say, so I moved here five or six years ago. Okay, and we were living before in Magnolia, so we'd go down to Lone Pint because they were four miles from the house, and we'd have their beer there. It was good beer. Um, Eleven below, the first thing we did when we moved in here was, what? Well, what's the closest brewery? Let's go hang out. And so we went to Eleven below. Over the past six years, their beer has gotten so much better. It didn't suck at the beginning. But man, it was, just kept getting better and better and better and better. I was, I was wondering where you were going. That yes, uh, yeah. but but I actually like the fact that you stated that because you didn't just go and give them four stars straight off the bat. You liked it. You thought you know there was room for improvement, and like you just said, they're getting better and better. Well, and I think we said that in a couple previous episodes where like give honest feedback. Don't just play. Hey, this is our local guy. We got to tell yeah. him. You know, uh, Spinal Tap has yes. readjusted some of their formulas. St. Arnold, as of recently, has readjusted some of their formulas. So you have to understand, like, in the world of nothing being perfect, you have to keep striving for that perfection anyways. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of, like, where these guys are coming from. And uh, I have yet to be to, been to 11 Below. Um, a good friend of mine works there, and he never invites me anywhere, unfortunately. What James, an asshole. All out. So one of the, one of the owners out. is uh, <laughs> one of the owners is Bryce Baker. They have the same last name as you. Are y'all related? Are you my father, Bryce? Hey, Bryce. I never met him, so you might be. <laughs> Bryce, if you had a child, in that what year were you born? What year is it? Uh, it's 2020. When the I don't, fuck uh, you know when you were born? I don't, don't, try my, to I don't know what yourself. my tenure account says. I don't want to lie on tenure. <laughs> my tenure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hit him with that serious. tender. Hit him with that tender no, action. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm an old man. I'm 83. 83. He was born in 83. Okay, so so Bryce, if, if, if something was going on in 83, you might want to call Jacob. Um, so Dada. Got, Dada. <laughs> Bryce, Jeff, and Brandon are the three owners here. Uh, I've met I've met Jeff uh, through working at Thistle when I was bartending at Thistle. Just awesome dude. Uh, really good guy. Loves to talk beer. Loves to taste beer. Um, but it, Bryce and Brandon, before they got into this, had careers in the oil field business okay okay so Makes this is sense. where the the brewery 11 or the excuse me the name 11 below comes from so if i'm brewing a barrel of beer there's 31 gallons okay two kegs is a is a barrel so 15 and a half gallons per keg 31 gallons per barrel of beer okay 42 gallons is a barrel of crude oil so they said a barrel of beer is 11 below 11 gallons below a barrel of crude oil that's where they got their name. Just kind nice. of pulling it from the uh, nice. from the oil and gas industry. So, 
what we're chasing today, it, it's it's kind of a treat, okay? Back when I was doing some uh, brand ambassador work for you, Carlos, uh, I want to say I was I was sampling the Grand Crew at the Market Street IPA, uh, Grand Crew from Celis, okay? So there, it's a Belgian triple. Um, so sampling that out the guy from 11 below was right next to me and we're of course trading beers and probably drinking more beers than we should have uh i don't you do that during work uh no no not at all um so wow um he gave me this beer i traded him some grand crew so this is the java space java pura out of houston same uh coffee that's uh that's used for saint arnold's when they do the french press press, okay so this is an imperial coffee milk stout so the, the, the base beer here is their negative space. So their negative space is an imperial chocolate milk stout. It's aged on cocoa nibs, cinnamons, and chilies, right? So what they did with this one is they added the coffee to it to just create that negative space with one more adjunct and make it the Java space. So interesting, but this is the 2018 version, and we are currently in the ass end of January in 2021. So this has kind of been aging in the refrigerator, in the kegerator, uh, and I'm curious to see what it's done. I love the smell. Oh, it does smell good. I, I smell the the cinnamon and the chilies on it at the very first. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice, yeah. nice look, dark. I hope this tastes a little bit better than the, uh, the milk stout honey from uh, 903 that you brought <laughs> a couple episodes back. Okay, I'm sorry, 903. Carlos is Carlos is obsessing. Okay. I haven't tasted it. Love the smell. Good smell. Good coffee. Honestly, like when you that do, is good. When you do the stouts and the, and the, especially these specialty beers, like fresh roast makes it all the best. Local breweries. Anyone out there is listening who's thinking about doing this? Find your local roastery. Use those guys. Yes. A lot local good roastery. If they're a shit roastery, don't use them. But you want to get that localness to it. Are y'all getting any cinnamon out of that? Or is that just oh, me? absolutely. Absolutely. I like mean, cinnamon. I'm getting the chilies right, out of that. Saying, are you getting more, more chili? Is what I, you're getting? I'm getting, I get the, I'm getting the cinnamon and the chili afterwards. But that's, yeah, for sure. Um, so that was that spice I was telling you with, with previously when we were doing the prairie. We were, I was expecting a little bit more of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chili peppers can stick out. Yeah. Well, okay, so there's a good conversation, right? So Oklahoma's doing a Texas beer with chilies, and as three Texans, we said it needs a little bit more chili. So now we here we are tasting a stout from down the road uh, in Texas, obviously. They they nailed the chili content as far as I'm concerned. It's it's got the spice, but it doesn't overpower. Would you prefer less chili? Uh, I would actually like a little bit more. Okay, so, so but, you're so. Okay. But but I, but I do I I do dig it. I definitely I mean, get, and I'm not a big cinnamon fan. Okay, I'm like a cat when it comes to cinnamon. I heard they like don't like it. I don't know if they do or not. I, I, I don't know. Might be a cat reference. I don't know. No. <laughs> but no offense, ladies out there who have cats. Yeah, because Jacob's looking for a lady, whether you have <laughs> cats or not. But like the cinnamon, I'm not a big talk. big fan of cinnamon. So like. The cinnamon's very mild on this one, so that mm-hmm. helps out. I think so. Uh, yes, the I, chili, no, I agree. The chili might kind of give that yeah. balance. It, it, most of most of the art ingredients are, are very balanced. Um, the lactose isn't overpowering in this one to me. No, it, it it's not super sweet. And and I tell you to be honest, like lactose kind of turns me off in a stout. I'm not a big fan of lactose being in a stout. I mean, I, I know people dig it. I know people love chocolate milk stouts. 
it's just not my deal. But this one, I, I think, balances it out well. I, I enjoy coffee, and the chili just kind of balances the sweetness to me. It, it comes out very well. We're looking at what, what kind of 9%, 15 IBU. So he throws the warrior hops in there. Warrior hops are pretty high alpha. So warrior hops are usually a pretty good bittering hop. I, I wonder if he's just not putting as much in there because they're only at a 15 IBU or whether the malt bill is just overpowering. I, that's probably why they were going with the warrior hops. They knew that their malt bill was going to be excessively high. Uh-huh. Uh, so you, like I said earlier, you have to balance it all out. So if you're going to go excessively high and you're way up here on that malt bill, you're gonna have to come in strong. So that yeah. warrior is probably doing a lot of work just to kind of get them a little above that equator of uh, flavor. Honestly, yeah, so. and that makes sense with all the with all the stuff that's in here. We're looking at the the cocoa nibs, the cinnamon, the chilies, the lactose, um, and on top of the coffee. When you add that that uh, hop, yeah, you're gonna need a strong hop to kind of balance out that sweetness and the other flavors that are bringing into it. This, this kind of reminds me too, you know, like, uh, so yeah, there's a little bit of the cinnamon and all that, uh, and then the pepper, but like, for people who are, are coffee fans, you're a big coffee person, yes. correct? Uh, I know people do that have like, oh my god, coffee four or five times a day, and they have the fancy names, the macchiatos, and the americanos, <laughs> and the whatever else, the macchiatos. Yeah. Like, this, I feel like this is what people would like if they, they, they like, I've had a macchiato before, and I don't drink coffee a lot, a lot, but every once in a while I'll go yes. and get a fancy coffee, and I was like, well, let me try this macchiato shit that you're talking about. Yes. And I'll try it, and I'm like, this kind of reminds me of that. It has that creaminess, it's got a little, a little bit of the milk in there, you know, and yes. uh, a lot of coffee. I think this is something that, like I said, uh, anyone who says that they don't like beer, they're lying to themselves, because beer is more than just Bud Light, Miller Light, and you know stuff like that like yes. there's so many different things we've learned how to do over the years and this is one of those if i had a coffee person uh-huh. i would say hey try this well so ernesto made a comment on one of the other episodes that like when he was learning we talked about people that we have learned from in our different professions and he made a comment that he had a mentor chef who told him like beer is beer is food wine is food and vice versa and he's like what do you mean well okay so what is wine made out of grapes well what is grapes grapes is food so you're looking at taking all these elements and blending it and they're all interconnected at the end of the day right so all these elements you could take the grains that you're brewing the 11 below with and you're making a bread out of it right so all of this stuff is interconnected and it's kind of neat to see how all these ingredients you can make tons of different things with them but this is this one we combine the ingredients to make a beer and Came out nice. Yeah. You know, you know what would be interesting to me because this is two years aged in a can. Well, maybe more than two years. It was canned on December fifth, twenty eighteen. So we're we're looking at we're, we're tasting years. this. Yeah. yeah, over two years of, of sitting in the can. Um, it ages well. It sits well. I'd be curious what it tastes like fresh. fresh. Yeah. Because this I is, might know this some, is clean. I might know somebody who can help us with that. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and, and and that's the thing. Like, uh, that's the beautiful thing about beers like this is that you can try them fresh. Like, I see a lot of people do that. They'll go to. Uh, I, I spoke to you guys earlier. Um, I had a friend of mine, Jake Thorne, from Thistle Draft Shop. He said, "Hey, man, yeah. why don't you come out with me to uh, a Night of Terrors 
It's at Copperhead Brewery. It's the release of their King of Terror. So, like, I've never been to Copperhead Brewery, unfortunately. Let's go, man. I'm, I'm down. I'm always down to experiment and learn new things. That's what I love about this industry. That's what I love yeah. about craft beer. And I went there. Those guys are awesome. Very friendly. They had a really cool concept. Really cool night. Uh, the beer fresh was awesome. Mm-hmm. Jake actually was able to give me a bottle, a 12-ounce bottle. Uh, I'm going to probably – I had it, since I've had it fresh, I want to age it for at least a year. Yeah. Uh, and then see how, how how that turns out. So that's kind of the beautiful thing about these kinds of beers is you can do that kind of stuff. And we talked about that a little bit earlier. I think we've got the very first episode that we did of this podcast. We did St. Arnold's. We did the French press aged in, in cognac barrels and in bourbon barrels as well. Mm. And it was fresh. It was brewed right. that year in 2020. Um, I've got four more samples of it sitting in the kegerator. I'm going to let it sit for a year. And then on the year anniversary of this podcast – uh, I, I want to pull it out, and we want to try it, try it aged, and, and, and just see. Oh, just to go on record, Tim wants to pull it out. <laughs> and this is the constant struggle that I have of keeping it put away or pulling it out. It's true. It, it is. It's it's that's that's another uh, another another conundrum of life. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm really enjoying this one. Um, this is this is slow slipping. This is something that I, I'm gonna come in here and crush. And I feel like uh, so. I mean, people are like, "Why are you gonna sit on?" So people who are probably aren't into the craft beer realm, they're probably like, "Why is someone taking a beer and letting it sit for so long?" And it's making. I think it's what's might that might be what's making this so smooth and creamy. Like it could be. Oh, good call. Because um, it could be more more uh, when you originally get it, higher carbonation, higher. Uh, uh, coffee you know so uh so that, that could be a thing this beer right here will get you toasted really really quick it will get you toasted really really quick i, I think but okay so here's 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 one of the deals right so and this is kind of honestly i guess because i'm maybe old now i don't know but that has kind of really young though well thank you because i just got my haircut uh shout out to davina at friendly barbershop she hits me up with the bald fade because all my gray is on the sides davina bald fade I cut my own hair, asshole. <laughs> yeah. I use a razor in the shower. Yeah, but Carlos's I do a man type shit. It's all gray. Well, who does It's called wisdom. Shaving? It's called wisdom? I've never shaved my butthole. Oh. What? You've never shaved your butthole? Have y'all shaved y'all's butthole? Yeah. I mean, all right. You gotta well, keep it sexy. That's not coronavirus in the asshole. It's <laughs> ringworm. <laughs> you gotta be careful with the coronavirus. You know, I went to go get my haircut for the first time after the coronavirus, right? Or when they opened everything back up. And what she usually does is, like, it, she literally, because my hair grows really fast, she gets a straight razor, and she she shaves my head. And it's a bald fade, right? So she told me, like, they weren't allowed to use the razor for those first couple weeks when everything opened up. Now, Saturday she did. Yesterday she she took the razor out. She oh, yeah. cleaned the, me up the, nice. The, the election's over, dude. We're going back to square business, dude. We're, we're, the economy's <laughs> going to go back up. Don't you know that? Economy's going to go back up. Well, GameStop economy's going back up. Boom. Boom. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, oh, help us out, Uncle Joe. 11 below. Let's go. 11 below. So I, what, that would be interesting, right? Okay, so we've, we've definitely talked politics on this show a little bit before, but 11 below, these guys from the oil field industry – and new administration coming in is signing a lot of stuff that's affecting Texas, affecting Texas jobs, and affecting the oil field industry in Texas. It would be interesting to get these guys' take on that. And, yeah, for sure. And, and what, sure. how that affects because craft beer is going to be that that industry is going to be a little bit more liberal 
maybe liberal a little bit is maybe uh, hyperbole um, than the oil and gas industry. For sure. And so those are kind of two. It, I don't want to say opposite industries, but they're, they're going to have some different takes on politics. It would be interesting to see what they have to say about what's going on with oil and gas, how it affects beer. Um, the other one that we went was a Fracker, the unofficial beer of the, the oil and gas industry. Of, yes. Um, yes. We talked a little bit about how you, you look in uh, the Permian Basin. The Permian Basin votes uh, red because and that brings more more jobs to the Permian Basin. They're 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 able to fracking. There there more fracking going on. There's more oil and gas jobs. But if you look down just below them in the Big Bend area in Texas, it's blue because they're nervous of fracking ruining their their uh, natural resources. Sure. So everybody has their own take on it. I just I just think it's incredibly interesting. I, I know that's kind of a side side step, but uh, I think it's kind of cool. Well, then you guys state statues too. Uh, I don't know how everyone states doing, but in Texas, state stature, like, you know, you have the uh, uh, beers to go. They got signed off to help out the economy during the pandemic. Yes. Now, a lot of places are asking, well, is that going to stay? Can we keep doing that or we have to go revert back? Or No one knows right now. Everyone's getting up in the air, and it, but that's, those are things that are going to affect a lot of people Well, love them, love them or hate them, Abbott has kept us alive. Yeah, that, like there's there's some things sure. that people disagree with him, but he's kept us alive. Like he has fought to keep us open when other states are still completely and totally shut down. I I think I I, w- I will say that, and I said this is I'm only two years in into Houston, so but I will say whatever his affiliate is with the nation, he was like, hey man, that is what it is, but like we we gotta do what we gotta do. Well, and that's and, that's and something so he, that we... he he was trying to give everyone an outlet. And they, I think yes. that was that was kind of cool. That I mean, it's respectful. Like you look out for your own. Like I mean, I I, I will protect this country. Mm-hmm. I will protect my family. I will protect my friends. But what comes first? Well, the things next to you guys. Yeah. So you know what I mean like so like right now if something was to happen, I'm protecting you guys. Yes. And then I'm going to protect my family, my dog. You know like so it's so it's that that's kind of I think what his concept was like. Hey, we gotta do what we gotta do for the country. I'm red or I'm blue, whatever it is. But like right now, we gotta worry about Texas. Yeah, it, it, it's it's I, I agree with that. It's it's really been I don't know. Our, I, we I talked about this on another episode. Like my family is like generally generationally Texans and really has no desire to move anywhere else just because of the mentality of the state is we are who we are and we're gonna take care of ourselves first. And you know if you're red or you're blue, or you're green or you're purple, uh, you're Texan first, and so we're gonna take care of you first. So it, it, it's been it's been kind of almost refreshing to see Texas take care of itself during this deal, and because of that, we've been able to still produce great beers. We've been still been able to enjoy each other, uh, been able to go out to restaurants, to been able to go out and do really what we want to do within reason, and still keep our state safe from the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, like I say, Texas is not a state, man. We're our own country, so we operate a little bit different than most others. And uh, what we got going down here, uh, down here, I can honestly tell you it's a great thing to wake up in the morning. And it sucks to sit in traffic, man. But if you're sitting in traffic, that means people are going places, people are making money, and people are uh, uh, being able to, to, mm-hmm. to provide and help out for their, their, their family. So to me, that's a big deal. Can't speak oh, yeah. for, I can't speak for every other city, every other state, but I just uh, I know what's going on here, so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah I think it's a good day when you can – you can get out there and get to work. Yeah, I, I, I cannot stand sitting at home. Yeah, I, I, I want to get out. I want to get to work, and not because I don't like 
to people at my home, but because I, I like moving, I like working, I like providing, and I, I think that, that I've I've never been denied that opportunity. In yeah, Texas. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So let's rate this beer. All right. Yes. Yeah. We went down that rabbit hole for a little bit, right? We're kind of come back. Let's go back to the beer. So we're looking at the Java Space. We're looking at the 2018 version of the Java Space Imperial Coffee Milk Stout. Um, we got cinnamon in there. We got cocoa nibs in there. We got chilies in there, and uh, Java Puda from Pura, Pura, excuse me, from Coffee Roasters in in Houston, Texas. So Java Puda is a uh, stripper down by the lower area. Yeah, she is. She actually works just on the other side of 249. <laughs> and I like to use the words team fuck yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. And, and, and so does Java Puda. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're looking at this. So, guys, uh, I brought this one to the table. This is the one I saved. I'll go first. I'm going to go like a 3738. I think this is really nice. I, I think it's it's not something that where I'm, I'm going to drink four or five of them, but I'm going to cap off my night with this in the hot tub, or I'm going to start my day with this in the hot tub. This is either start the day or in the night, uh, but it's a it's a really good, well-done beer, and I think it's aged well. Who's going next? Me? For me, not being a freaking fan of stouts and porters is, you know, like I said, I don't drink a lot of them because I'm into what I'm into. Um, great, solid freaking beer. A uh, little bit more spice. Uh never hurts you know especially whenever you're from uh, the texas uh region but without a doubt i love i like the cinnamon some people may not uh i really enjoyed the beer uh, the beer let's go 3.8 hmm. uh so yeah this is a solid beer i think um it, it delivers exactly what it says it's going to do uh it held up well this is a two-year-old beer you said mm-hmm. uh it held up very well um and it's kind of i don't i I feel like I've had the original, the branch off of it. The negative space? Yeah, I feel like I've had that too. So I'm trying to remember that to this. Uh, smart by going with that that, that, that roastery. I, w- I would give it a 3.6 for sure. Uh, nice. A little bit lower. It, it's not my cup of tea. I'm not a fan of cinnamon. Uh, but uh, it is drinkable. It is, I agree, morning, night, however you think. And by the way, the greatest days ever in life are the ones where you can start and end it with a beer. That's oh, science. Man. That's science. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like it whenever Tim says that shit. So, and thanks, for, thanks for sitting with us again for another episode of Hot Tub Beers. Please make sure that you're liking, you're subscribing. Uh, if you feel so inclined, become a monthly donor. And uh, thanks again. Until next time, uh, keep drinking beers, keep jo- enjoying them in the hot tub, in the backyard, on your couch, wherever you enjoy them. Uh, until next time. Giggity-goo.